and welcome back to Generation Collaboration. I'm Litsy. And I'm Emmanuel. How are you today, Litsy? I'm good, actually. I woke up, did a ton of homework for finals, as we know. Um, we're going into finals week next week. I got my biggest test of the year tomorrow. I'm scared, but after after working hard, I think I'm going to ace it. How about you? You know, not as prepared. I barely study, started studying today. So, you oh know, my cross my fingers <laughs> that my studying today is going to help me in my finals week. But, yeah, kind of very stressed. Oh, my about gosh. It. The procrastination is crazy. It's big. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have a great episode coming up today. Before you begin, please like, subscribe, and follow the show wherever you do your listening. We also want to let you know that this episode includes serious conversations about suicide and mental health. We at Generation Collaboration do care about your well-being. If you are experiencing thoughts of suicide and feel like you need to talk to someone, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 988. Again, the number is 988. That said, we are really excited for our conversation today. We are joined in the studio by Michelle Tijerina and Sonia Casillas to talk to us about Voz y Corazón. Michelle, please tell us about yourself. Hi, so my name is Michelle Tijerina, and I have been with uh, the company WellPower, which used to be Mental Health Center of Denver, for 18 years. Oh, wow. And yes, a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been in charge of Voz y Corazón for the last 11 years. And um, I love it. I feel very lucky to be a part of it and to create these safe spaces for young people and to prevent suicide among young people through our program. That's amazing. Sonia, what about you? Hello, I'm Sonia Casillas. I'm a high school student. Um, I'm an 11th grader in high school. I'm growing every day. I'm trying to experience and learn new things, trying things I wouldn't normally do. Joining this program, Voice of Corazón, isn't something I wouldn't normally do, but I'm very glad I did. And I'm, I'm very thankful for this program, and I'm hoping to stay and learn new things. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for sharing, and welcome to the show. So let's get into it. Um, Michelle, maybe, what is Voz y Corazón? How did this begin and why? Absolutely. That's a fantastic question. One of my favorites to answer um, because there's a story behind it. Um, Voz y Corazón, we are going to celebrate 20 years in 2024 um, of being a program in the Denver area. And the way this started was our child and family president um, uh, 20 years ago, her name is Dr. Lydia Prado, um, came about with research that told us that Latina teens between the ages of 12 and 18 are at the highest risk for attempting suicide. So this was a really big deal, this data, you know, and she did a lot of research on this. And so she wanted to create a program that would address those, that data, those statistics, right? And so what she did is gathered leaders, uh, community leaders and organizations that served young people in the Denver area. And with that, the adult, excuse me, the leaders gathered young Latinas to then come and be trained uh, under suicide prevention, right, with the suicide prevention training. They were given this statistic about Latina youth and were asked, you know, what do you want? How can we help you with this? And so they went through a strategic planning session where they figured out Voz y Corazón. 
They developed it. They named it. They said, what we want is constant, ongoing support. And we want it to be with a professional artist and a professional mentor. Wow. Thank you. Mm. Something I'm so curious about is that I didn't even know the statistic, like genuinely, as a Latina who's a high schooler right now, I did not know that statistic at all until I re- looked at your guys' website. I couldn't believe it. Why do you think that Latinas youth are the one of the most likeliest to end up in suicide and depression thoughts? Yeah. So I want to be clear. They have depressive thoughts, right? Being the Latina young people I'm talking about. L- depressive thoughts, anxiety. Um, but also they are the most at attempting suicide. Not always, com- not always completing. So the young group of people who complete the most are actually Native Americans that live on the reservations. So they are actually complete the most. But in terms of our society, Latina youth, when we don't know exactly the reasons, we think that it's a lot of stress and pressure coming from uh, being bicultural, where you have to navigate two different cultures, you know, from your standpoint. Um, there's um, other factors in just society that affect all young people, you know, um, access to drugs, access to um, things that are uh, absolutely stressful. I mean, you guys were just talking about all the testing that you have to go through and the homework. And, you know, that's not even including if you're in uh, other activities or if you have peer pressure and stress. So these are all the things that um, affect not only Latina young people, but all uh, young people. And that's why our program now serves everybody. So we serve all young people of different ethnicities. We serve LGBTQ plus young people and allies. Well, thank you for sharing. I did like to expand like that to support everybody is pretty incredible, I think. Yeah, you were talking a lot how like um, Latinas came up with Voz y Corazón to help combat these issues and help uh, face it. And one of the ways they do this is by art. So my question is, how can art help youth combat mental health issues? Absolutely. That's a great question. So there's lots of studies out there that will tell you that art has a healing property to it. And there's a bunch of different ideas as to why that is, a lot of, um, you know, sort of theories. One is that art can be meditative, depending on what it is that you're doing. You kind of get out of your brain and you use your hands and you use your sight and you use your senses outside of your brain. So you're not overthinking. You're not stressing. You're not worrying, right? Which a lot of those things are what affect our mental health on a regular basis. So it kind of gives our brains a break from that stress, right? Other things is when in our society, in our schooling, and you guys have probably experienced this, there aren't as many opportunities to to deal with art or to create something without other people telling you what to create, Right. And Voce Corazon allows we I mean, it's called Voce Corazon, voice and heart. Right. In Spanish, the whole idea behind it and what the young people and those community leaders wanted was for young people like Sonia and others to be able to have as much voice in what they do as possible. So art gives you a sense of control over something. Right. So even if you're, the rest of your life is falling apart and you don't know what to do with it, you can still create something beautiful in an hour and a half that you can keep forever or you can give it a, as a gift or, you know, just appreciate it as art. 
And so those are just a couple of the theories as to why and how art helps our mental health. Sonia, actually, do you have any opinion on art helping mental health? Like, I know you're a part of this program, and as a young Latina yourself, how has this program affected you, and how has the art aspect of it all changed um, who you are, essentially? I think being able to creatively express myself is, like, something I've always wanted to do. But, like, before I've joined Voz y Corazón, I didn't really know how to. I thought I wasn't creative. I thought I didn't have, like, enough, like, creativity to do something cool I didn't like my work I didn't I was just very like I would critique myself a lot and it was like it wasn't good and when I joined this group this program I realized that like anything can be the art you can make anything into art and it can be beautiful no matter if it's not beautiful to other people like and I think being able to like express it really like emotionally helps you and it makes you like find yourself and who you are and it makes you realize that you're creative either way. Like, no matter what you do, it's you. Absolutely. So once someone gets into or they get recruited into the program, can you talk to us about, like, the logistics of it? Like, what does the meetings look like? Maybe you could talk a little bit about that, Sonia, as well. How is How does it work? And how do they feel comfortable? Yeah. So I, I'll start and then I'll, I'll let Sonia talk about her experience. Um, it's really easy. So to get into the program, you just contact me you know, text, uh, cell phone, or email. I let you know where the groups are and which one would be closest or most appropriate depending on your age and where you're where you're located in the city. And after that, um, that's it. You just show up. We have a permission form that you sign within the first two sessions so you can kind of try it out first, you know. And it is a drop-in situation. So it's not like you have to come every single week. Not like Sonia, who has come every single week. Um, but you don't have to. It's a drop-in situation. So And that helps for people to be comfortable. Like this isn't something I have to do. Nobody's making me do this, right? This is for me, and I'm choosing to do this. So then once you get in, I'll let Sonia talk about what that feels like to join the group yeah this group has really been fun it wasn't it really wasn't something that I expected they provided you with the all the supplies that you need for the day they provide food snacks drinks everything and honestly I just it just feels like a really safe place to just be yourself and step away from reality for a second I think it's really fun and honestly yeah I would recommend it definitely I would I would recommend it because it's honestly something that I, I see other people not doing, but I think it's something people should do because it's just honestly, you, you don't even know until you try it. That's how I was because I didn't want to try it, but as soon as I tried it, I liked it and I wanted to keep doing it and keep going. What is the age range for Voz y Corazón? Yes, absolutely. So we actually go from 10 years old all the way to 24 years old. And so, of course, we have groups of different age ranges. So we have like elementary groups that are 10 and 11 year olds, uh, middle school, you know, that range up to 13, 14, high school up to 18. And then we have um, two groups that serve the older young adults, if you will. Right. So the 18 to 21 year old program with um, Denver uh, Public Schools. 
And then the 18 to 24-year-olds, we actually started a virtual group during the pandemic, and that has been going ever since. So we have the same young people in that group that have been coming. Um, so yeah, so depending on what age you are, depending on where you're, where you're located, you know, if it's in your school or if it's close to your house, I try to make it as easy as possible for the young people to be able to get to group. And I want to say also, I think that one of the other pieces to our program that we kind of take it, we, we kind of take it for granted, but it's such a big piece of the program. And that is um, the connection between our artists and mentors and the young people, right? Because one, we make sure that these are wonderful adults to, that, that young people can connect with. They're funny and they're smart and they're, they're supportive, you know, to the young people. And we know uh, national data will tell us across many different psychological organizations and social work organizations will tell us that the number one factor for uh, to protect against suicide in young people is that they feel they have at least one adult who is in their corner. Wow. Right. Really? Yes. This feeling of like, no matter what, this person is not going to judge me. They're only going to support me and they got my back. That feeling is the number one protective factor against suicide in young people. So we provide two, right, for every group that we're in. And then not only that, the support of the other young people, once they make a connection, you're thinking, you're talking about young people that are connecting every single week for an hour and a half all year round. There's no way that they're not going to feel like family at some point, you know, and that's what we're trying to do. So it's not only the art, it's also the connection. Yeah. And I would like to piggyback off of that because I feel like with the people that are not the mentor and the artist, I feel like I really do have a genuine connection with them. Like, I feel like I could actually talk to them about anything without being judged or anything. They actually have, like, real-life advice to give me. And I feel it just feels like a friend, if anything, like a, a friend, a helping hand. And I think it's really cool because I don't really find that in other adults. You just, like, if you try opening up to someone else, they're just like, oh, that's not good for you, like, like just like just wanting the best for you, but I feel like they give real life advice that actually helps you and motivates you moving on. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Generation Collaboration. I'm Litsy Vasquez. And I am Emmanuel Morales. And today we are with Michelle Tijerina and Sonia Casillas from Voz y Corazón. Let's get back into it. So my question is the CDC Center for Disease Control tells us that among high school age youth aged 14 through 18 years, 1,952 suicides occurred in 2021, making suicide the third largest leading cause of death for this age group. So my question for you is, why do you think that suicide is so prevalent in people this age and in youth in general? Yeah, that's a difficult question because there's so many theories behind it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's important to note here in Denver and in Colorado, that's the statistic for nationwide of it being the third leading cause. It's the number one leading cause in Colorado. Oh, oh my goodness. God. Yeah, it's a big deal here. And we're not exactly sure why, right? One thought is that there's more access to guns, and that's a more lethal means. One thought is that there's um, more access to drugs, and that makes somebody um, more, more susceptible to thoughts of suicide and being... Um, 
it can also lead to people being impulsive and not thinking um, because they're, you know, in um, under the influence. Um, other other factors is just the stress of being a young person today. This is not the same world that I grew up in. It's not the same world that your parents grew up in. You know, there's so much more stress. There's so much more responsibilities that you all have that you have to interact with. Uh, social media also comes up as a very big factor um, because it affects people, uh, young people in the way they see themselves, in the way they see themselves compared to other people. And that's not always a great way to see yourself when you're comparing yourself with other people. Uh, Sonia, do you have any experience in that personally? You don't have to like share anything uncomfortable, but going to a public high school, I I see a lot of this firsthand. I see a lot of people struggling. I see a lot of people just being unmotivated to do their schoolwork and just school like in general. And I see that just the whole environment of like all of this negativity really just like brings everybody down because not even the teachers want to help the students anymore. They're they're unmotivated to teach the students to like keep pushing these people forward. And it makes it really makes me sad because I see all of this and I see no one doing anything about it. And I'm just like, what could I do to help or what could what could help these people? Cause people are just self medicating, thinking that they're they're helping themselves, but in reality they're not. I wanted to bring up also the another part of our program that we haven't talked about yet, um, and that is the education piece of our program. That same training that those first young Latinas that created this program went through, we now give it every year. And so it's a suicide prevention training specifically for young people to learn how can they as a young person help somebody who might be feeling suicidal, whether that's a friend or a family member or somebody on the street, right? Um, and what we learn in that is we have the young people learn about things like codes of silence, where a lot of times a young person that is feeling suicidal will go to another person and they'll tell them that they're feeling suicidal or they're feeling that badly. But at the same time, they'll tell them, don't tell anybody. I don't want anybody else to know. Right. So then that young person that hears this information is standing there holding the bags, essentially. Right. Like I'm the only one that is keeping my friend alive is how it feels. Right. And so we talk about what that feels like. We talk about that that happens and we talk about why it's important to involve a healthy adult. Um, how does knowing this training and like knowing the warning signs make a difference? Well, because, you know, a lot of people think that uh, people who complete suicide never gave any signals or any signs. But that's not actually true. It's because we didn't know how to recognize the signs that they're giving. And that's why it's important. I'm so sorry. I, I really want to be educated today. What are some of the signs if you feel comfortable sharing? Yeah. For in young people, we'll see. So if a young person is having thoughts First and foremost, they may or may not express this, but if you're their buddy, if you're their bestie, they're, they're likely to tell you about how badly they're feeling. Are they sleeping too much or too little? Are they eating too much or too little? 
Are they moody where they're going in and out of different moods from, you know, really hyper and happy to really depressed or really angry? Are they isolating? And this isn't like, you know, most young people, uh, adolescence is a time to learn about yourself. So you kind of get away a little bit from your parents and from your your support system, right, to kind of get to know yourself. Um but that doesn't really translate into isolating, okay? To get away from your family and be closer to your friends, that's kind of every every adolescence experience that they want to do, right? For sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But when you're getting away and you're isolating from family, from friends, from everything, that's a signal that something's going on, that something's wrong, right? Are they increasing their use of drugs, nicotine, or alcohol? Right. Because that's like Sonia was saying, that's self-medication. Right. What people think is is going to help them. And it may feel like that in the moment, but it actually reduces our ability to deal with stress, to deal with, you know, traumatic events um, even more when we use those things and we come down from them. So those are that's a list. Right. Uh, It's a lot to recognize. um, But when we're close to somebody, it makes it easier. Because we already know how that person is feeling a lot of the times and what they're going through because they're telling us. Are there different mediums of art and Voz y Corazón? So part of Voz y Corazón, again, being that we give the choice and the decision-making to the young people, they're the ones that decide what kind of art to do. So every group is really different because every group has a different artist, you know. So it's all about the very beginning of the group or whenever the young person joins the group. That's the first thing that the artist will ask is what kind of art do you want to do or what kind of art do you want to learn to do? Right. And then the mentor will ask, what kind of snacks do you like? Right. (laughs) Because we really do give all the decisions to the young people. So that's how they learn. So it's not about like, oh, we're going to learn drawing 101 and then we're going to move to something else. You know, no, it's the kind of art that the young people want to learn. Oh, and that includes jewelry, too. Yeah. So basically, (laughs) they would just ask me, like, what type of art do you like doing? And I'll tell them, like. Like, me personally, I'm not really a drawing person or, like, anything like that. I'm, like, more of, like, a hands-on person. Like, I like using my hands for stuff. So they would ask me, like, what type of art do you like doing? I'm like, well, I like jewelry. I like plants. I like stuff like that. They brought projects for me to do, like, specifically for me to do. And that's what I really liked about it because they made me feel, like, prioritized. With this amazing program that you guys are offering to so many youth, is it in your guys' future plans to expand to different schools? Oh, my, that's my um, I can already tell. Yes. <laughs> I'm super excited. This The possibility is endless right now because I don't know if you all knew or, I mean, I'm sure it's not something that young people talk about all the time, but... Um, the organization that supports Voce Corazón, that pays for us, it's called Wellpower. And it's a mental health, uh, community mental health organization in Denver. Well, Wellpower just announced that we are going to be merging with Jefferson Center for Mental Health. So we're going to go from one county of Denver County to four counties. Oh. Right, which is super exciting because, yes, of course, my absolute goal is to expand Voz y Corazón across those four counties, you know. And if we can get to state level, then let's get to state level because that's my goal. Kind of in the beginning of the podcast, you said how youths can reach out to you and, like, text you, say, hey, I want to join Voz y Corazón, and you will send them out to different chapters. So my question is, 
how can they find your number? Like, where can they find your number or where can they see where you are at? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a page on the WellPower um, site, internet site. Um, and our page on there has a contact button. It's That's it. Contact, it goes directly to me on an email. Or I'm happy to share my number is 720-620-620. One four three five, and you're welcome to text me, call me. Um, I'll get back to you as soon as I'm able, and we'll talk about what group is the best group for you. Seven two zero six two zero one four three five. What are some experiences or stories you have with Voz y Corazón that you would like to share with us? So basically, each week we have a new project, and that's what I really like about it because we're always doing something new, and each week. Did something different. So one week I had walked in and there was just a bunch of stuff all over. There was like LED lights and lights, like black lights and stuff like that. And I was really confused because I was like, what could we possibly be doing that could involve all these things right here? So I sat down and they explained to me that we were going to be doing resin art. And at the time I had never heard of it. I didn't know what it was. And basically, it's just like a liquid that you put into molds and you can put like anything into the mold in the liquid. And then you put it under a, a, like the LED light and it like hardens. And basically what I made, I was making a bunch of jewelry charms to like put on chains and stuff so you could have like charms and stuff. They and came I out it, so pretty. Sorry. Yeah, they were, <laughs> yeah, it was really cool because I didn't know you could do things like that. And me, like I really love jewelry. So I thought it was really cool. So I was like, you could really make it your own jewelry and mold it into whatever you want to and just like hang it on a chain. And I really thought it was really cool. And I went home and I showed my mom like, all types of things I made. You could, like, they even brought out, like, flowers, like, dried up flowers and stuff that you could put in it. I, I was so fascinated. I really was. Michelle and Sonia, thank you guys so much for joining us. These are some really hard topics, but I think that they're essential to be talking about in order to address them and spread awareness for these issues and understand you are not alone. I, for one, feel more hopeful and educated coming out of this and understanding my mental health and the resources available to me in Denver. Everyone listening, to learn more about Voz y Corazón, visit wellpower.org slash Voz y Corazón. Thank you again for listening to Generation Collaboration. We invite you to collaborate with us by clicking like, subscribing, or following us. We are on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen. Today's episode of Generation Collaboration was engineered by Xavier Goche, produced by Ryan Conero, Flora Block, David Layden, and Lauren Stevepack. Our theme song, New Day, was produced by Keith. Generation Collaboration is a co-production of Colorado Young Leaders and Youth on Record. Learn more about Colorado Young Leaders on Instagram and TikTok at Leaders. You can learn more about Use on Record at useonrecord.org and on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Use on Record. Guys, we're going to sing our um, song right now, but on Generation Collaboration, we all have to sing. Are y'all cool with that? What is? What are we singing? We're singing Generation Collaboration, but we're singing it. Like, how do you guys want to sing it? Yeah, you guys gave us an idea today. <laughs> yeah, we do it with Seth every yeah, how do you yeah, usually do it? Different, oh my, like, every different. day, every, one day was like, Generation. <laughs> I don't know what I was like, Generation, Collaboration. Like, whatever we need you guys to have, want. We need to make it memorable, you guys. Oh my goodness. It's up to you now. 
You gotta tell us how Sonia, we're gonna you sing decide, it. Sonia, you decide, dude. I don't powers. know. So are we doing rap or hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, and we hope you'll join us here next month again on Generation Collaboration. That's good. That's good, y'all. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs>